Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. So the New York Times reported this morning that uh, President George W. had um, made clear to the Prime Minister, Tony Blair, in January of 2003 that he was determined to invade Iraq regardless of whether or not they were unconventional weapons to be found, whether or not um, the U.N. agreed to a resolution against Iraq or any of those things. He was determined to invade Iraq. Mr. Bush is paraphrased in the memo saying the U.S. would quote, put all its full weight behind efforts to get another resolution and would twist arms and even threaten. Lovely. But ultimately, if he failed, military action would follow anyway. So he was always going to attack regardless. One way or another, he was going to topple the government of Saddam Hussein, even to the extent that he mentioned assassinating Hussein, which you know, not for nothing, but the guy is a head of state. Even if he's a horrible, terrible, crazy person, he's still a head of state. And I'm not sure that that even is appropriate to talk to another head of state about assassinating him, as opposed to arresting him and trying him for whatever you think he's supposed to be um, guilty of. In any case, it it draws the question, what was the real underlying reason for this provocation and the confrontation? I mean, if the United States was willing to manufacture this big ruse in order to get the UN to possibly be on their side, in order to get Congress, in order to get the American people to be on their side, what is really the underlying issue here, and what were they trying to accomplish? So it's reported that uh, regardless of whether WMDs, that would be weapons of mass destruction, were actually found, existed at all, or in fact were were just some fabrication, um, I think we've all kind of come to know that it was just one big old fabrication. But regardless, this ruse was initiated because for whatever reason, George W. decided that he was going to invade Iraq. And that's really the, the, the bottom line to this whole story. Not only did he decide that he was going to attack Iraq, but he discussed it with Tony Blair. They discussed what was going to happen, how they were going to replace the current leader, what, uh, what they thought was going to happen with the various religious factions and that infighting, and they deemed that it was going to be a big deal, really, to implant uh, or install a new leader. They did not want to install a new dictator. They wanted to install a, quote, democratically elected government, which, you know, I wonder about that. Um, But, you know, it's amazing to me how perfectly, absolutely, morally ridiculous this is and how people are willing to accept this and go, okay, 
okay, he's the president of the United States. He can go ahead and, and, and either assassinate or overthrow a foreign leader for um, reasons which were completely fabricated. And um, not only were they fabricated, but if those reasons didn't happen to work and get enough of a world consensus behind him, he was willing to, to draw on a, a further plan where he would actually provoke a confrontation by flying a reconnaissance aircraft that was painted in UN colors, even though it wasn't a UN flight, so that he could provoke Saddam into firing on it, and then Saddam would be in breach of the second resolution, but the U.S. was going to be attacking Iraq regardless, any way they looked at it. Bush proposed to also produce a defector who would refer to weapons of mass destruction that we, of course, know didn't exist, and even to assassinate a foreign head of state. It's, it's all, like, really, really crazy. Um, and, of course, we all know that this revolves around the whole oil situation. We need oil. We need it desperately because that's how we run our our country, that's how we run our economy, that's how the big boys run their big toys. And, you know, it never ceases to amaze me when I start to think about this stuff. I mean, I've been researching some things after uh, Jack over at Kick-Ass Podcast gave me the heads up on this real ID thing, and so I've been researching that and some other government plans to do various things. And in my journeys, more and more, I, I see things that just blow my mind, blow my mind in terms of the amount of money we spend on developing weapons, new technologies for military applications, billions and billions and billions and billions. We so outspend R&D money on weapons that we could be spending on developing alternative fuel energy and become way more secure in this country, that, that it's irrational. It's irrational. And I don't get what these guys are thinking, except that they're the big boys with their big toys and the status quo suits them quite well because their companies are benefiting tremendously from the war and the war effort. And uh, it's a shame because the people that are suffering are the regular people, just the citizens, the citizens who live in the United States, the citizens who live in Iraq, the citizens that live in Afghanistan and in Pakistan and all around the world, just average Joe citizen. They're getting creamed, including here. We're getting creamed with hugely high energy costs. And instead of spending money, I mean, there's, there's an agency that spends $10 billion a year on technology that is so speculative that the odds of it actually being useful are slim to none. They have definitely come up with some useful um, technology including the global hawk, 
which, you know, useful technology can be used um, with a grain of salt because I'm not sure how useful it is to have unmanned drones going around bombing people. But this technology that we paid for then gets handed over to a private company for um, for further manufacture, and that company basically has to put no money into R&D, gets handed a working prototype to then produce and you know the government guarantees they're going to buy this stuff it's crazy it is really nutty but in any case 10 billion dollars on technology that is a crapshoot when we only spend 3 billion a year on energy and developing alternatives and looking for other possibilities to fulfill our energy requirements it's crazy, and, and I'll tell you something. I think more and more, more and more, that Bush is a criminal. This is criminal. Talking about assassinating a head of state is criminal. Talking about painting an aircraft with UN colors to provoke an attack so that you can then turn around and say, well, you attacked the UN, and so we're going to attack your country to start a war, is criminal. To plan to implant a defector, basically to implant a liar, to lie about something so that you can produce evidence that there's something, that there's weapons of mass destruction that don't actually exist, is lying to your own country about something that is so serious that thousands of lives have been lost in perpetrating this lie. So it's reported that at several points during the meeting between Mr. Bush and Mr. Blair, there was palpable tension over finding a legitimate legal trigger for going to war. Well, no kidding, because both of them knew they had to have known that this was illegal and lawless and completely immoral. And yet, these two heads of North American and European superpowers decided to go ahead and, and do this anyway. And I think it's criminal. I really do. And I, I really think that it's time that people start to really look at this and go, wait a second. It's not appropriate to do these things. We're supposed to be setting an example. And what we're setting, the example that we're setting is that it's okay for heads of state to behave as criminals. Now, if they believed that Saddam Hussein was doing things that were criminal against his own people, then there are certain ways that you follow and there's recourse. And the UN, that's their job and that is what they should have been doing. But for Bush to manufacture scenarios so that his outcome could be that the United States could attack this country and take out their leader without due process is criminal. At least that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till tomorrow, this is Ella at Iron Dove, signing out.